It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. What's up, y'all? Welcome into another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast presented by Natures of Colorado, the Northeastern Colorado dispensary, providing top quality cannabis and a wide variety of products. Remember to use the code DNBR online or mention DNBR in stores or drive through got a fun interview for you guys on this one. I was able to catch up with Owen Long. He was the lone signee on National Signing Day earlier this week. Six foot two athlete out of Whittier, California. Uh, won a state championship with Lucerna High School this past fall. Star safety and running back will play linebacker at CSU. Talked about it a little bit the other day. Also wrote about it, but Sure looks like an intriguing prospect in terms of the fit. He's a missile going downhill, really rangy from sideline to sideline, having an opportunity to catch up with him. He talked about how, uh, you know, the, the biggest part about his game is, is just being able to hit. So you love that mentality. We dove into his recruitment process as a whole, how CSU is really a, a good fit for him, both individually and when it comes to football has family out in Colorado, is, is out here quite a few times a year, so it's definitely a home-away-from-home home situation, a natural fit. You love to hear that. Seems like a really good kid, and I'm certainly excited to see what he's able to do at CSU. A two-way player, rushed for 3,966 yards, 49 touchdowns in his career, set the school rushing record. In his career, he had over 323 tackles on the defensive side, nine interceptions, 12 TFLs. He's a four-time CIF Division IV Player of the Year, two-time Cal High California All-State selection. He was a captain for three seasons, also plays center field for the baseball team, so another versatile two-sport athlete. Continues the trend of this staff bringing in guys with unique and versatile backgrounds. We talked about it all, and we'll get to that interview here in just a second. Real quick, I did want to say my thoughts go out to the Simmons family former CSU defensive coordinator slash secondary coach Al Simmons, also worked at UNLV, New Mexico, a bunch of Mountain West schools and, and NFL teams as well. I saw online that he passed. He was a guy that was always really good to me when I was an intern in the office. So really sorry to hear that. Thinking of his family, I've already seen a couple of posts from Alvis Witted and former colleagues, former players. And I just wanted to say that the Simmons family is in my prayers during this tough time. I will be going live tomorrow. That's Sunday, February 11th, morning of the Super Bowl to give some more thoughts on this. So I'm not going to go super in-depth here, but just a quick instant reaction to Saturday night's win for CSU men's basketball. Really business-like. You know, I'm going to go more in-depth, so I don't want to get repetitive, but Rashawn Bembo was great. Neat Clifford getting a double-double on his birthday. You love to see that. 
Joel Scott continues to play some of his best ball of the year. Like that they started well. I know that they allowed San Jose State to hang around a little bit in the second half, but Spartans never got within single digits. And ultimately it was pretty much what this team needed to accomplish as you know, they, they had a very winnable game here before we get into what's going to be the most challenging four game slate of the schedule. So we'll talk about that plenty on Sunday. Good to see the order restored in that series. Rams won the first 23 meetings all time. San Jose state actually swept CSU last year. Very fluky, but you know, order has been restored. All right, I'm going to play that interview with Owen Long, 2024 signee for CSU football, one of two linebackers in this class, and I'll wrap up with a couple of thoughts on this 2024 class as a whole. Real quick, do want to shout out our friends over at Circle K. The membership is free to sign up for. Their app is easy to download, and I highly recommend you do. You're going to get 25 cents off a gallon for your first five Phillips. Your first five Polar Pops are free. After that, you start getting a ton of rewards. Every sixth item is free on certain items like pizza, roller grills, uh, dispense beverages, donuts, and more. Visit www.circlek.com slash inner circle for more information. Get a free any size polar pot from Colorado Circle K's by texting DNVR to 31310. That's DNVR to the number 31310. Message and data rates may apply. Periodic reoccurring messages per month. Terms and conditions can be reviewed at circlek.com. Additionally, Natures of Colorado provides an amazing grade of cannabis and a vast variety of products. Check them out for all your needs. They've got infused edibles, high-potency concentrates, and obviously some of the best flower in the state. There are four Natures of Colorado locations in Colorado, Log Lane Village, Garden City, Sedgwick, and Millican. They are the go-to dispo if you are in northeastern Colorado. Remember to save time by ordering ahead online at naturescolorado.com. What's awesome is when you get there, you don't even have to get out of your car, stay cozy, pick up conveniently via the drive-thru. Remember to mention our code DNVR to take advantage of these Natures of Colorado deals. Some of their deals include a $99 ounce every day, but when you use our code DNVR, you can get a any shelf ounce for $85. Exquisite extracts, two gram buckets for $15 as well. Remember to use that code DNVR online or mention DNVR in store. All right, we've got a special guest on the DNVR Rams podcast, 2024 CSU football signee, Owen Long. Owen, thank you for giving us some of your time. I know you've got a baseball game coming up, so we don't want to take up too much of it. Uh, first things first, you know, how's it going and, and how's baseball season going? Yeah, it's going good. Thank you for having me on. I mean, honestly, I'm just, it's been a really good week. Got a sign, you know, going to come be a Ram and, uh, like you said, I think we got our season opener today for uh, baseball, so get to go compete again. But I mean, shoot, the highlights been, you know, pen to paper. So it's been a it's been a fun week. We're definitely going to get into all of it. Um, you're a center fielder, right? I, I know this has nothing yep. to do with football, but I was just kind of going through the max preps. Do you guys have walk up songs? We do. Yes. Uh, what is your walk up song? I don't know what I'm going to go with this year yet. I'm still still thinking about it, Mike take it back, go like a little bit of ace of base or something, the sign, or I don't know. We'll, we'll play around with it. So. <laughs> I like it, man. Um, so when did, when did CSU begin recruiting you? Yeah. I mean, I've talked to coach AP coach Pillow for a while. I mean, you know, I think we've had a relationship for about a year now. Um, and then just kind of the way it worked out, you know, when they were able to, to uh, come in the picture, it was kind of, you know, it's something that, you know, Colorado State was always kind of a target school of mine. 
you know, we got some, some land out in Colorado, some family out there. Um, so, I mean, I've grown up hunting, fishing, and I mean, we go to, we go out there probably five to six times a year. So, like I said, it was kind of when that, when that call came and, you know, just kind of hearing about the situation and I mean, honestly, the ability to go in Mountain West championships, that's, that's anything you could ask for right there. I mean, just being a competitor and, you know, wanting that to have that competition, it's, that, that was a no brainer call right there. So. That's cool, man. I, I didn't know you had the Colorado ties. So it's, you know, yeah. somewhat like a home away from home. Definitely. Yes. It's really, it's, I feel like I'm walking into something that, you know, I'm already so familiar with. So I know you're transitioning to linebacker from what I've seen, primarily played a lot of safety and, and running back. Am I correct there? Yes. What do you like about, you know, this, this move to linebacker and do you feel like you're a natural fit? Yeah. I mean, that's everything throughout the past few years recruiting wise has been as a backer just because I mean, okay. with present day football, everyone's trying to move people down levels. You just want speed at every spot. So, I mean, best parts of my game, honestly, just being able to run and hit, um, run and hit playing space. Um, I mean, things that I think will really transition well uh, down into the box. And then, I mean, everything's so spread out nowadays that it's not so much you're not, you're just filling gaps the whole time, which honestly, I'm looking forward to the challenge. I, I love doing that stuff. And I mean, yeah, I played quote unquote safety last year, but if I'm going to be 100% honest with you, I just played Will Linebacker from eight yards back, um, got my line reads and everything. So it, it'll be fun. I'm, I'm actually look, really looking forward to it. I, I mean, as a football player, I love being around the football. Um, I think that shows I would carry the ball 20 times a game. You know, I, I love being involved in everything that's going on. And honestly, I mean, I just love, love being a tough dude out there and throw my hat in there. So, I mean, shoot, linebacker's position for that. So it should be fun. Yeah, I mean, just watching Huddle, which is obviously always a small sample size. But yeah. that, that's what stood out to me about you. Your missile going downhill. It's like, you know, sideline to sideline. We're able to cover a ton of space. And I mean, you need that, obviously, in the four two five and it's been a pretty common move from this staff. Pretty much all of the line, linebackers they've signed the last two years, they had, you know, like a safety wide receiver running back background. So it, it feels very natural. Um, what do you like about the staff, uh, specifically uh, Coach Pillipal? Yeah, I mean, honestly, all of them are great dudes. It starts at the top, Coach Norvell, um, you know, to Coach Banks, Coach AP. I mean, it's it's... The, the vision that's happening there, that's that's something I want to be a part of. And I think as a recruit, I think it's it's very easy to see why, you know, some of the top dudes are coming in um, because it's like this vision that they have for the program and, and how high they can see it going. is Like I said, it's something I want to be a part of. I mean, winning games, like football and winning games, it's just there's no better feeling. You know, football's not made to be – you're not meant to be in a spot where you're losing. You know, if, if you are, it's your job to get out of that. But – I mean, this program is headed nowhere but up, and it's so clear. And like I said, to go be a part of that, you know, I want to be a vital part of that. Come in and, 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 you know, work my butt off and get on that field and do it early and then, you know, keep going from there. So it sounds like the the vision was a big part then of kind of what sold you on on just the future, I guess, of this program. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, it's winning games. That's that's where it's at. And, this team wants to win games. This team wants to produce players that want to go play in the NFL. And, you know, I'd be stupid to sit here and say, I don't want to go play in the NFL one day because, you know, if, if you don't have that goal, you're not going to be successful in college. So, you know, I, I don't plan on being done in just college. I want to keep going. And, you know, if that's going to happen, this is a spot to do it. So, 
What stands out to you about Fort Collins? Uh, the city itself is awesome. I, I love kind of the, the small town feeling that's still there in terms of you can drive 20 minutes and, you know, you're, you're, you don't see a, a building around you, but, um, you know, there's enough there to where you can stay happy and stay busy and all that. And then, I mean, again, you're an hour from Denver, an hour from Coors Field and go watch Broncos game. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's, I mean, that's honestly the ideal college location for me would be something like that. So good fishing, great fishing. Oh yeah. Great fishing. And I think like Estes parks, like 70 miles or something. That's where all the elk are. So it'd be fun. It's about 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. You, I mean, there's, there's a lot, especially as some, you know, like an outdoor recreationist, you'll, you'll be into it, man. There's the, you know, good hunting and obviously you got to get a little bit more out on the Eastern plains for that, but it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think, um, you guys won a state title, right? In football this past fall. Yes, we did. What stands out the most to you about, you know, that whole run and congratulations, by the way. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, that was that, that like eight week stretch was like probably the greatest eight weeks of my life. It was awesome. I mean, it was, you know, you go in playoff game, we win and then you turn around the next day. It felt like college. You're you're back out there and you're studying film the whole day because you're getting ready for the next week. Um, no, I mean, I don't know if you can tell. I just love playing football and to have a chance to do it an extra, you know, six, seven, eight weeks, whatever it was, it, it was pretty special. And then it's coming out with some hardware too. It was pretty cool. Um, so I mean, yeah, it was it it, like the title but, game was really tight. Oh, it was. Yeah, we. I mean, we played against Grant. They're from Sacramento area. And I mean, they were just pounding the ball. They were getting like 12 and 21 personnel and just kind of smashed off football. But um, I mean, shoot, our defense was lights out and shut it down. And we beat them, you know, beat them 21 19. So we stopped their two point conversion at the end of the game. Yeah, it was headache, that's for sure. But um, no, it was a fun one. We were underdogs in that one. And you know how it is. There's no better thing than being an underdog. So what are you like in, in a moment like that? You know, when, the other team, you're up two points. They're trying to tie the game. Do you get like nervous? Do you just kind of like, I don't know, like everybody's kind of different. And then I think, you know, sometimes nerves can bring the best out of players. Some guys just kind of like black out and just like exit, you know, they just kind of do it. They yeah. go like almost into like robot mode. Like how, how would you describe your demeanor in a situation like that? Yeah. Well, I'd say for us, I mean, it's definitely, it's a bend don't break mentality. So like in that situation, they went down, they scored. Okay, who cares? Like next play, right? They got to get this two point now. So you might as well, you know, stick your feet in the dirt and let's go. Let's run it. Because I guarantee you they're not beating us again. They might have beat us right there. It's not happening again. So, you know, I mean, it's just, I think moments like that got to bring out the dog in people. And yeah, I think that really determines who you are mentally. Because if you don't rise to the challenge, then maybe you're not a big time player. It's just, that's, that's the end of the day. I mean, my take on everything is, you know, it's, it's the guys that make plays. It's not so much what they show. Um, and so, I mean, if you if you want to be a dude, go make a play. That, that's that's my mentality on the whole thing. So get your hat in there and let's do it. I like it. I like it. Um, I, I don't want to, like, spend a, a ton of time on this, you know, because obviously you're, you signed with CSU moving forward, but you were at one point committed to Nevada. You know, what was that kind of process like? What did you like about Nevada? And was it ultimately just... CSU had too much to pass up on it when it was all said and done. Yeah, I mean nothing, but but respect to all them, and I wish nothing but the best for them in the future. But 
just kind of the way it happened. I mean, like I said, CSU was always kind of a target school with my Colorado ties. And I think the opportunity to, to, you know, go be a part of something special was just too much to, to pass up on. So how did they take it? Was it a, was that kind of like an awkward conversation? Yeah, no, I mean, they're, they're good people over there and, you know, they understand that it's, I think in this process, you have to be a little selfish, which is, you know, kind of hard to understand sometimes. And, you know, you want your, your word to mean something, but at the end of the day, I think this is such like a life changing decision that you got to make sure you get it right. And I think they understood that. So who were uh, some of the other schools that kind of recruited you heavily? Yeah. I mean, most, a lot of the Mountain West and, uh, uh, Mountain West, who packs wells, all that. But, um, I mean, like I said, I think the way it worked out, it, I wouldn't change it just because, you know, I, I didn't sign that early signing period just because I had some, some other stuff going. And then, I mean, like I said, the way, the way it worked out and then getting this call was, that's the only one I care about. And from here on out, like I said, I'm a Ram. So that's, that's what matters to me. Well, we're stoked to have you in Ram Nation, man. And I, I appreciate you giving me some time. I know you got to get going here. Uh, last thing I want to ask you, just what are your goals for your senior year? Yeah, I mean, well, one, one, one big one's checked off the list. Wanted to bring home a, a title, so that happened. Brought home two of those. Um, so that's the big one. I got to catch a, a pass from my brother. My little brother's a freshman this year. He's quarterback. That that's was cool. pretty legit. Yeah. And then, I mean, going forward from here, let's just uh, want to have a good baseball season, go compete. And like I said, I mean, I think the past few months, it's been a little rough having, like, no competition in my life, so. <laughs> I think that's that's the beauty of playing two sports. You get right back out there and, you know, let's go again. So um, that'll be cool. And then, I mean, honestly, I'm just looking forward to June 8th, be up in uh, Fort Collins. So that's where I'm at right now. Who are you pulling for in the Super Bowl? It's hard to go against Mahomes, but I don't know. I mean, I want the Niners to win. Um, I mean, that linebacker core over there is legit. Greenlaw Warner is two good dudes, but. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm lost in the whole deal because, like I said, I mean, I don't. I don't know how you go against Mahomes. It's just, it's too I'm hard. You, man. I'm pulling for the 49ers, but I'm a Broncos season ticket holder, so I've watched Mahomes own us for a decade. You see it straight. all the time. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. You're familiar right, with man. it. Well, so. Good luck with your game today. I, I sincerely appreciate you hopping on with me, and you know, we're we're very much looking forward to having you in Ram Nation. Awesome. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. All right, a big shout-out to Owen Long for hopping on the podcast with us this weekend. Appreciate him diving into his recruitment process, giving us a little bit of perspective on why he feels like CSU is the right school for him, why he's so excited about this future of the program under Jay Norvell, and much more. Really enjoyed getting an opportunity to chop it up with him. Really looking forward to seeing how his career progresses once he gets here this summer. Uh, I really do feel like he is going to be a great fit at linebacker in this 4-2-5. Also feel like he's a steal, much like a lot of these guys. The uh, 2024 class is official now. 25 players all together, 20 high school signees, 5 transfers. I'm going to wrap up here with some takeaways on the 2024 class, dive into the breakdown of the different position groups, talk about the Rams recruiting well on the West Coast, as well as here in Colorado. Uh, real quick, we do have some news to discuss. I don't have enough information to uh, dive into the specifics. And based on what I'm hearing, I want to be careful about not speculating too much. But defensive lineman Marshawn Oxley, no longer with the football program, 
no longer listed on the roster. I don't have enough to go on record and repeat some of the things that I've heard, but I will say if what I have heard is true, it's a situation where it's for the best. It's unfortunate in the sense that he was a very talented player with a very bright future, but it it sounds like he's not a guy uh, that you want in the locker room. Again, I, I don't really have anything else I can say officially due to the seriousness of what I'm hearing. I want to be particularly careful with this one. But I don't expect to see him out on a college football field anytime soon. I'll say that. All right, I'm going to wrap up, give a couple of thoughts on this 2024 class, but I do want to shout out the homies over at Breckenridge Brewery. Breck Brew, they've been with us since the very beginning, literally since the very first podcast I did five years later. Here we still are. It's crazy, but it makes sense. We're a relationship that that makes sense. They're about Colorado. We're about Colorado. We love sports. They have a love and passion for making good beer. We have a love and passion for making good content. Try out some of my favorites. I'm a big Avalanche Amber Ale guy. You can't go wrong with Mountain Beach Sour, Strawberry Sky. They got a little bit of something for everyone. Check out the Breck Beer Locator at breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. Fubo TV has 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. It's the best way to stream live TV from any device. You can start watching immediately. No cable, no contract, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. It's the best way to watch the most Colorado sports. You can get altitude. You can keep up with the Mountain West, CBS Sports Network, FS1, everything you need. 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included with no extra charge. Watch anything you're into. They've got it. Check out all your favorite college basketball and NFL action with Fubo. Just go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. Sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Cool, cool, cool. I've already made a lot of these points either on the live shows or uh, back about a month ago during the early period. But now that this 2024 class is more or less official, you never know who might get added to the mix later on come summer after spring or anything like that. But as of right now, the 2024 class, 25 players in total, 20 of those are high school signees, five are transfers, The transfers are offensive tackles, Chandler Brown out of Shepard and Alex Foster out of Utah Tech. Cornerback Isaiah Asissima out of Nevada and Wake Forest. Cornerback Elias Larry out of Navy. And wide receiver Donovan Ali of Washington State and then Cincinnati. Not going to go name by name through all the prep players, but they signed seven offensive linemen in total, six defensive backs, four defensive linemen, four wide receivers, two linebackers, one quarterback, and one running back. That, of course, is including the the transfers and high school signees. I felt like the staff did a really good job of filling the positions of need. You have a pretty good base coming back with, you know, your starting quarterback, your skill position guys. You've got a great backfield. You're really excited about the wide receiving core. Four of your five starting offensive linemen return. Even so, I am happy that they bolstered the depth of the trenches offensively a little bit. You are hoping that some of these guys you've signed and had in the program over the last couple of years are able to to crack the death chart at some point. I have heard really good things about Tanner Morley, Aaron Karras as well. I think both of those guys could be in the mix. But adding players like Chandler Brown, like Alex Foster, that have had experience, albeit at lower levels, you can bring them in and, and see what you have. And quite frankly, the Rams have had quite a bit of success now 
with uh, dropping down to those lower levels and, and bringing guys up, especially with what they were able to do this past year. The position that I was a little surprised they didn't sign anybody at was tight end. I talked about this with Dre on the live show a, little, a while back, but I do think that by bringing a, a bigger bodied receiver like Ollie in, you can do some of the things across the middle of the seam with him that essentially Holker was doing. But uh, I mean, you're really going to be counting on Vincent Brown or maybe like a guy like Jordan Williams or Mason Muau to, to make a pretty big leap here. But you know, sometimes that's how it goes. There's certain holes that you set out to fill and you just aren't able to. So you have to adjust a little bit. I think a guy like Ollie coming in is a nice little boost to what's already going to be a really intriguing group of skill guys the bulk of this class, unsurprisingly, comes from California. Uh, Southern California especially has been really great for CSU, but they've had success in Northern California as well. Uh, Arizona, Oregon, really the entire West Coast, Washington. What stood out to me about this class, though, was you could feel the success that the Rams are starting to have locally. They signed three of the top 20 prospects coming out of Colorado, including the top prospect overall, Dagan Myers, who's had just a crazy, a crazy rise over the last six months, went from being an unranked prospect to a four-star prospect and the highest overall recruit in the entire state. Of the top 12 prospects in the state, CSU signed two out of the three that didn't go P5. One quarterback is going Ivy League. No players out of the top 20 signed with CU or Wyoming, so that's great. And what was also encouraging was even some of the other guys that the Rams didn't end up landing, CSU was in on them. They were their first offer. They established good relationships. And if those guys happened to portal a couple years from now, you know, CSU very realistically could be an option. I just feel like the Rams are in on the right players out of Colorado. I understand that we romanticize it and... There are certain people that wish CSU signed like 20 kids out of Colorado a year. I would argue they would end up being a big sky program if that were the case. But you do want to get some of these guys that have a chance to, to really, you know, go on and do something. And when it, when it comes to the guys in the offensive line, uh, defensive line as well, I feel like the Rams have really done a good job of identifying which of these players are going to translate at the next level. Just a couple more general takeaways before we get out of here. I really like the size and the versatility of the offensive linemen that they signed, particularly the preps guys. Um, I think when you look at, you know, a Philip Ocon, who's got a jujitsu background, or a John Holthouse, who also plays lacrosse, these guys are just really unique, and they move well, and they're flexible, and, you know, they're agile despite their size, which I think is kind of been an issue for for CSU the, the last couple of years, not really this this past fall, but the years before that, they just kind of had a lot of stiff dudes. Um, but I really like the athletic profiles of these offensive linemen. Same with the the skill position guys. I think all these receivers, obviously Jordan Hall is the, the guy that's going to get a lot of attention, but I love the running back, Jalen Dupree, coming out of Malvern, Arkansas, I feel like all these guys, Nico Hall, all the receivers, the running back, Darius Curry, even they would have signed with P5 schools five, six years ago. They're just kind of getting overlooked by some of these bigger schools that are putting all of their efforts in the transfer portal now. The key, obviously, will be hanging on to these players. If you do hit on them, you don't want to continually find these diamonds in the rough or not even diamonds in the rough, just find these undervalued high school prospects that you come in and have them pop and then 
you watch them walk away like a TJ Crandall, if that's constantly going to be the cycle, it's going to be hard to sustain success. But I mean, also you're, you're looking at some of these other guys, justice, Ross Simmons, Damian Henderson that have popped and are coming back. Uh, boom jock. Uh, you know, I, I think this staff has shown they have the, the eye for talent and they have the ability to get some really intriguing players on campus just got to hope it starts translating to some victories and we're finally able to turn a corner here because I, I really do think when you look at the overall athleticism, the, the talent level of this roster from now versus like 2021, it's night and day. Now the Rams have had talent in previous years. You could look at the Bobo era, obviously, and it still didn't translate to victory. So that's not everything. You've still got to have the right mentality, the right leadership, the right coaching, all that. And you know, I, I think I've made it pretty clear that I believe in this staff. I think they're the guys, but got a big, big year coming up. So looking forward to it. Looking forward to diving into it. Looking forward to spring ball once basketball is cooled off a little bit. Uh, but appreciate you guys staying locked in with all the content. One more shout out to Owen Long for hopping on with me. It was a great interview. Really looking forward to seeing what he's able to do at CSU. And make sure you guys are tuned in all week because we've got a huge one coming up on the hoop side. I'll be live tomorrow, Sunday, the 11th, 9.30, as always. We'll be going live Thursday afternoon as well. Always proud to be. Much love, y'all. Peace. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water together, make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be. I got blood on my shirt, like I wear my heart on my sleeve. She said I look good in red, but that went straight to my head. So now she's rocking my teeth, tucked into new prodigies. And we ain't spoken a month, but I just saw her last week. The lipstick stain still on my cheek, like we ain't talk enough. And we always seem to laugh, but never nod at us. So the future's looking grim, it's kinda ominous. And this song ain't about love, that'd be too obvious. See, this is more about lust and all of my misconceptions. And this is more about me and all of my self-deception. I'll tell myself a lie, 100 times don't need corrections But every night I pray to God, I hope I learn my lesson And the peaches out from Palisade And they sweet as mama's marmalade And this should sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums And my mama slapped that bass, and my sister sang these songs Dancing hand in hand, we were tripping two left feet Like a middle school slow dance, no one knew how to leave But I'm still thankful for these days